Hey everyone, welcome. Welcome to the Lotus Life Podcast. How are you? My name is Kim Fisher. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you are a repeat listener, welcome back. I'm stoked to have you guys as always. Um, You know, this podcast is about being raw and being unpolished and unfinished and just shooting from the heart. And um, today's episode really captures that for sure. I wasn't planning on talking about this topic at all. Um, but it's important and it's new. So again, with the unpolished, this concept is, hasn't been taught. I haven't taught it in any of my classes. I haven't brought it into like a workshop format yet. Although I I want to, and possibly even a book at some point, because I think that this concept is really valuable and gives us a super good foundation to think about and restart and hit that reset button on our relationships. So Today's episode is a concept about relationship and a way of hmm a way of getting out of your head and into your heart more and also a way of symbolically thinking about what we bring into relationships what the potential is to bring into relationships um and also thinking about you when you are feeling burnt out when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling worried and concerned, a symbolic way of thinking about your energy levels and when you will need your friends and your partner to help you sort of restoke that. So let's get right into it. Um, the symbolism and, and, and the, the technique that I like to talk about here are the three fires. So three different fires, and I'll talk about each one in a moment. But I want you to just close your eyes if you're in a position listening to this where you can safely close your eyes and picture black space. Maybe you're outdoors at night and you're able to see nothing but darkness. And it's safe there. You feel really good and there's nothing that's going to get you. There's nothing creepy, nothing lurking in the darkness. You are completely safe. And then noticing a small amount of light that starts to flicker, three different lights, and you notice that these are fires, and you're drawn to them. There's this an attractive force there, and you walk closer to these fires. And as you walk closer, the flame gets larger, and you can start to feel the heat now from these three fires. And just notice the configuration, how you have them laid out. Are they side by side? Are they in a line horizontally? Are they diagonally? Do you have a triangle shape? Just notice what your mind initially gave to you. And then walk a little bit closer and see them right up close. Feel the heat from them. Notice the flickering lights, you can see the burning embers inside, the wood burning, you can hear pops, you can smell the smoke. And there's this tremendous sense of overflow. Three bonfires here, lots of heat, lots of warmth, lots of security, very bright at this point, you can see so clearly. And let yourself feel safe and completely overflowing with energy and joy and stamina and love. 
We'll take another moment here. Maybe you put your hands on your heart, one on your belly. Our belly is the symbolic place for our internal fire or the hara. Hara is the Sanskrit word for fire. Take a deep breath in and out. Beautiful. Thanks so much for doing that with me. I think that's important that you see in your mind's eye first the symbolism and let it live there and and then bring that into your body. That's really important when we start to do a new practice where you start to you're learning new topics, new vocabulary that there's a moment where we we let it touch down inside the body first. And after I give you this concept of the three fires and what it means in terms of relationships, I would love for you that if your homework assignment is to listen again to this podcast and hold the vision consistently of these three fires and let it become creative and playful for you so that you you actually assign these fires names. They become representations of people in your life. And you are one of those fires. Okay, so, and then and then notice and journal how that is for you and what amount of flame. I'll get into this more in just a second and it's going to become really clear what I'm talking about and how this will become very creative and a playful exercise for you to notice what your intuition is saying about energy levels, what your intuition is telling you about other people that are really close to you, and what your mind not be may, may not be picking up logically right now, but what your body and your heart and your intuition is telling you about this person as well, including huge insights on yourself. Okay, so let's dive in. So the three fire system is a symbolic representation of our relationships to ourself and to others. So on one side, we have one fire, and this fire represents you. One of those fires is you. And you can pick the fire on the left, on the right. It cannot be the center fire. That's the rule right now. <laughs> this is probably the only rule um, of this entire visualization, but the center fire, that third fire in the middle is is not you, nor is it the other person. So you are one of the fires on the left or the right. And your fire, as it does in all Eastern cultures, your fire represents your life force energy. It's your vitality. It's your your life. Fire is high. You've got great energy, great ojas. That's another Sanskrit word. Man, I'm throwing them out today. I'm just giving you a full list of the vocabulary, bringing you to school with the Sanskrit right now. Must be the sunshine. But so ojas is, is a word for healthy, vital energy. And when the ojas is high, when the hara is high, when the fire is high, you're feeling good. You're feeling in your prime, like not a lot of worries healthy digestion, healthy healthy elimination, healthy sexual energy, healthy relationship with money, healthy relationship to food, you're going to the gym, you're getting proper rest, everything perfect. Right? We've all had those moments where we feel absolutely amazing. That's high ojas, that's high fire. And then there's moments where your fire goes down a little bit and it's not a huge deal, but maybe we're just feeling tired. Maybe we're a little overwhelmed. 
you know, if you've ever built a fire before or you've watched someone tend to an actual fire, you'll notice some things that I want you to bring in to careful consideration here that plays nice with, with this whole symbolism of the fire is that when you put too many logs on a fire, you would think is good because fire likes things that can be uh, consumed by the heat or that are combustible. And, and so more, more wood would be good. But actually, there is a point where you can overwhelm the flame. And even though it's something that could be burned in, in an excess amount, it actually puts the fire out. It's because we actually need oxygen to to come in. And if you put too much things on your in your fire pit, you're actually going to stop the fire from being able to breathe. And I love that analogy of our lives. We can overwhelm ourselves. We put so much on our plate that we're unable to breathe. And that actually hurts us. It hurts us emotionally, physically, as well as energetically. Our fire starts to go down. Okay, and then let's take it all the way down. We've we've got so much on our plate or or we've just haven't been tending to the fire because you'll notice that too. If you build a fire or you watch someone else, you can't turn your back for that long on the fire. If if you do, you know, you have you, your fire will go out just naturally because you got to rotate the logs, again, things burn down, so at the at the right moment, you've got to add more wood. Or maybe you don't add more wood, but you rotate the logs that are in there. Um, so there's there's a tending to the fire that needs to be done. And I think that's really nice and, and synonymous with our self-care routines. You know, it's not so much about, let me just take things off of the plate. Let me take logs out of the fire, although that might be a technique. But really, I'm speaking more about just, I've got these logs. They're in there. They're burning great. That doesn't mean... I shouldn't take moments to stop and rest. That doesn't mean that I shouldn't draw a bath, that I shouldn't just sit by the fire and read or just stare out into the woods or go for a walk, or call a friend or just enjoy my cup of coffee. There are moments where we need to, to tend to our fire so that we can check in, so that we can make sure our oja stays high. So that the moment where a bunch of logs come in and we're like, oh, cool, look at this abundance, we don't feel overwhelmed by it. We're actually ready ready to burn the wood. All of these elements uh, very nicely play together um, with wood and fire here. So let's let's take it down. We've let's see the, the base level. Fire is almost completely out or is out. And these are moments where we've completely stressed our nervous system. We've neglected the tending. And we've overwhelmed ourselves. We put too much on our plate. We said yes to everything. So part of tending to your fire is boundaries and being able to say no. So that really you're saying yes to yourself and you're in your internal fire. So fire goes all the way down. You know, we, we're, we're now just left with some smoldering embers. This is not a good place to be. We've all been here. We're just exhausted and, and feeling like crap, really mental energy is drained. We, we feel negative. Everything seems like a huge deal, right? When, you, when your fire is that low, everything's a huge fucking deal. We blow things out of proportion and we're irritated. And then, and then because we can't fix it, because we have no energy to fix it, 
we, we mistakenly look to other people who often they haven't been tending to their fires and they've got nothing to give. And so, so then there's the dead end there and then maybe we feel sad about that. Um, and it, it's really important at this point when our fire is at low is, is to, to have people nearby in our immediate circle who are on the path with us, who get it, who understand this analogy of the fire. So let's, let's bring in the other person. Um, let's bring in the other fire for a second and start to, to look at the other half of this picture of this symbolism. So I'm going to use the lens of a romantic relationship, but this idea can easily translate into friendships it can easily translate into coworkers and colleagues and those um, uh, platonic relationships. And again, remember at the beginning of this podcast, I said this is an unfinished concept. So, um, you know, more to come on that. But right now, this is really built for the lens of the romantic relationship. So whether you're in one or not, think about this in terms of your future partner. If you're not in a, in a relationship or, you know, reflect on one that just ended and, and see how, how you can learn through the lens of this concept. So the other fire, not the middle one, but the other one, this represents your romantic partner. This is their fire. This is them. Right now, you know, when, when I say that, if you're in a relationship and you can think of the fire in terms of your, your honey bunny, your significant other, like what level would you say the fire is at? Just intuitively, gut reaction. And does that, can you draw any insight from them? Like if you, if you had a fire in your mind and you're like, oh my gosh, like I would say that their fire is really low. Do you know why? Can you have some insight? Do you draw some insight from that? When you might have a laundry list of stuff. Well, yeah, they're busy at work and yeah, they're helping with the kids and yes, this and that. And they've been juggling all these things. And yeah, I could see that their fire would be rather low. They've got like too many logs on the fire. Or maybe when you think of your partner, you're like, oh man, I think that their fire is actually really high right now. You know, they're doing the right amount of things. They're taking care of themselves. I also see them like you know, self-educating and then they're spending time with their friends too and they're exercising. And I think they're in a state right now where they feel really fulfilled. So I would say that the fire is really high. And so it's a really um, helpful tool to, to get us out of the reactive state with our partner and to, to visualize them not as a person, but as an entity of, of energy, of fire. So this idea of having two fires, each fire representing each person in the, in the relationship, is to say that you are your own person. You are your own fire. And it is important, for the reasons I already mentioned, that you tend to your fire, that you make sure you're doing the things that keep you feeling like, hell yes, that you're answering the call that you're doing the things that make you come alive. They give you that big yes feeling so that your fire stays stoked, so that your energy stays high, so you stay mentally resilient, so you keep just finding the buttons that turn you on and you keep hitting them. Because this is important, right? Like if we want to go really meta with this symbolism, you are a light. And if 
if we go back to that original visualization I asked you to do with me, we were in the dark. And you see a light in the distance and you walk towards it. You know, I just said you're the fire, but could you imagine that you have no fire or someone is very low, down on their knees, having a horrible time in their life and they look to you and they see you as some sort of light, as a guidance system, as a beacon of hope, as a representation of what could be. So it's important for yourself that you are a burning bright fire, but also know that you are being a symbol, a a billboard, if you will, a beacon of what is possible for other people who are going through hardships right now too. So it's important in our community that we recognize that um, the hard work that we do for ourselves is also going to extend positively and, and to be a role model to those around us. So you're doing the work for yourself, but you're also doing the work for other people. And that, I think, is a nice segue into the relationship portion of this. There will be times where you are suffering, and it has nothing to do with your partner. I just went through that last week. Just really, just difficult time. There's so I'm still kind of going through it. I'm, I'm on the on the other side of it, but I definitely, man, was feeling it last week. And I know a lot of other people were too, friends and family. But it's it had nothing to do with Brandon that I was feeling it. And what he was able to do for me because he takes care of himself, because he is doesn't overwhelm himself. He does not put too many, he's very good at that. He does not put too many logs on the fire. He was able to walk over from his fire to me, to my fire and add some embers. He was able to walk over. If you can see this in your mind's eye with me, you picked up a log that was on fire, carried it over carefully, saw and felt and heard that my fire was low and gave me something from his fire. I'm getting like emotional talking about this a little bit because that's, that's what it is. When you tend to your fire, you can help your partner out. This is why it's so critical that we we do our own things that we like I love going for walks in nature by myself. I make sure to do that because I know that at some point I get to return the favor. Brandon's going to have a day or a week or a month or whatever. We all have it where our fires are low. And I will get to be there for him. I will get to hold the space. I will get to walk over with some of my heat, with some of my fire and say, "Here you go." Because I love you, because I can. Here's some fire. And what is it? What is it? Fire in terms of I walk over with listening. What what did he do for me last week? He listened. That was his his way of holding the fire for me. That was his way of sharing fire. Was he listened? He held the space. He offered advice from the heart. He reflected back to me what I was going through. He held me while I cried. Those are all the physical ways that we bring fire to our partner. But symbolically, he came over from his fire and he gave me some of his. I feel better. It helped me. It gave me energy, right? He gave me ojas. He gave me energy so that I could rise again, see clearly, have the energy to work with what I was feeling and get through it. Now, of course, 
when he needs it and my fire is high because I'm taking care of myself, I can walk over and help him. And now we've got this reciprocal help. Okay. Does this make sense? Now, what about that third fire? The third fire, and this is a really important concept that I, I've learned through the many relationships I've been in and also a, a marriage before that like, there is a third fire there and it's your relationship itself because there's you two, you're individuals and you need to maintain that so that you can help each other out like I just said. But then there is the third entity there, which is you both and the relationship you share. It is its own symbol. It's not just you two come together and make one big fire. No, no, no. You got to stay separate. Mind and tend to your own fire. But know that there is a third one and it's both of you. It's the symbol of your love combined. But it stays separate. So one, you both can keep an eye on it. And two, it's separate because it actually does require work. It requires that you both look at it. It requires that you both evaluate it. It requires that you both go, oh shit, fire's going down a little bit. What do we got to do? Who's got more fire that they can bring in and stoke that third fire? Or are you both burning bright where you can walk over and add as much wood as there needs to be, as much coals as there need to be? Or do you look at your fire and go, your third relationship fire and you both go, holy shit, like we have so much on our plates. We've been neglecting our third fire and that's about to go out. We need to help each other immediately, right? These are the symbols. These are the signs, the tools to help you gauge and sort of audit where your relationship is at. Don't panic when someone's fire goes completely out. Don't panic even if that third fire goes out. Hopefully this will give you some, some uh, semblance of, of how you don't have to let it go out. But if it does, you feel that, guess what? Fires can be restarted all of the time. You just do it. You just do what it takes. You find the time, you find the tools, you find the resources, and you restart that fire. At the end of this, at the end of this sort of fire building journey and evaluation of emotion, evaluation of relationships, you have a system that's going to let you take the blame off of yourself, the blame off of each other going, you know, why don't you help me? Why don't you see when I'm down? You know, this gives you an external tool that you can talk about it. And so I've mentioned this to two other girlfriends of mine who absolutely love it. And they're like, I went home and I told my partner about it. Now we talk about the fires. And I think it, what it does for folks is it, give, it takes the subjectivity out of it and makes it objective. While at the same time talking about your relationship, you can be like, well, how's your fire? Like, how, how, not how do you feel? Or how do I think? How's your fire feel today? And it's a way to gauge. Well, you know, it feels kind of low. And, and that person can check in and start to drop into their actual emotional body where the fire is held instead of staying in the mind where we want to problem solve our way through relationships. You guys, relationships are not mental. 
relationships, the ones that last, the one that really heal you, the one that free you, they are all of the body. They are all about emotion. And so the three fires, I believe, is a tool that really helps you take the take the analytical out of the relationship and get into a primal sense of where are we at with our energy? Where are we at with our love? Whose fire is about to go out? Whose fire is stoked? How can I share? How can I bring your fire up? And then when we both have fires that are healthy, it's only very natural that you're going to have overflow and you're just going to feel the warmth from your third fire. And it's going to be absolutely beautiful. So I'm going to end there. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that that was helpful and serves you in some way. Um, and again, to circle back to the homework, listen to this again and hold the vision of the three fires and let it speak to you. Let it give you some wisdom. If you hold visions long enough, you, you kind of bypass the mind and in the, the true, the intuition comes through and you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot from this. I have certainly, um, and, and use it, leverage it as a tool to help you during challenging times, which I know in relationships that can come up often. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be with you soon.